Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast, which is Going Through with Jamie. I am the host, and welcome. I'm super excited to talk to you about support today, as you can read from the title. That is what we'll be discussing. But before we dive into that, I want to give you some insight on who I am. And so if you have not heard my voice before, I am the founder of a mental health magazine, called Helpful Living Magazine, and our goal is to end the stigma one issue at a time. And so a few months ago, I was thinking about tapping into the podcast world, and I thought that it would be such a great opportunity to take the magazine and also bring it to the podcast. And so we'll be talking about different mental health tips. I may have some people on here to interview and just give you some insight so that way you can grow mentally and emotionally as we go throughout this journey called life. Because I always tell people that, you know, mental health, you'll stumble across it in some type of way in life, whether it's directly or indirectly. So I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited that you are taking the time to tune in. And my goal is for you to grow as you go through in life. And so before we talk about support, I want to just give you some updates on my personal goal. So I told myself that I'm going to read one book a month. I'm starting off with baby steps because I feel like even small steps are still steps. And so I'm starting to read one book a month. And not only am I reading the book because we can get in the habit of just reading and then, all right, check off, let's get the next book but I'm taking what I'm reading and being intentional about applying it into my everyday life. And so I'm reading a lot of self-help books. And the first book that I've read that I'm excited about is this book called Dopamine Detox. And so right before I started this book journey, I wanted to really be intentional on the books that I've chose and, you know, make sure that it has good reviews and all that jazz. And so the book, the title itself, Dopamine Detox, is really what gravitated me. It's a yellow book with big black letters. And I realized prior to just reading, I was procrastinating a lot. I would put things to the side. There was things that I should have done weeks ago that I didn't do. And I find myself cramming and rushing to get things done. And although it's done, it's like, okay, if I would have stopped procrastinating and plant my things out accordingly, then I wouldn't be rushing. And so when I read this book, I realized that there were some key things that I was doing that I was not doing that it was allowing me to procrastinate. And one of the things was planning. So planning is a big thing. And sometimes we start planning, and but yet we don't continue. And so the book talks a little bit about like the importance of planning and, you know, just kind of setting the tone out for your day. And so what I started to do was take a regular journal and write out the goals that I have for myself daily. And literally just daily goals. Like some of it is like exercising, reading, um, checking emails, just doing things to help me progress in life, 
with my long-term goals. And so in addition to that, I've also learned about open systems and closed systems. And so that was new to me. So I wanted to share, you know, what those things are. And open systems is like your Twitter, or I think it's X, it's X, it's Instagram, it's Facebook, it's TikTok, it's Threads. It's those platforms that has no end to it. So you could be scrolling for hours. And I know for me, there was times that I would get on social media like with intentions, like, okay, I'm gonna post a reel or, oh, I need to, you know, respond to somebody or something. Like I've had a, a goal in mind on re the reason why I was getting on social media and just to find myself 20 minutes later, I'm watching someone doing tricks with their dog or a viral video that's, I'm now scrolling in the comments and seeing what people are saying about it. And doing all that, and it's taken my attention away from what my potential goal was. And then after scrolling, and now my mind is everywhere, I'm not focused. And then here the task at hand doesn't get done because I'm sitting here procrastinating and doing other things. So that's open systems. Closed systems are like your Excel sheets, your Microsoft, your PowerPoint those platforms where you know there's an end to it. So if you're doing a PowerPoint presentation and you're working on that, you know that there's an end to that because it'll be the end of that presentation, you know, along with your Microsoft Word, if you're writing out something or if you're on Excel spreadsheet and you're trying to do a budget or whatever it is that you're doing, you know that there's an end to it. And so it's just really important that we pay attention to the systems that we're focusing on. And so one of the things that I've learned while reading this book, and there's so many more gems, there's so many more things to the book. Like it even tells you how to like detox yourself, hence dopamine detox. And so I'll leave that for you to, you know, check out the book and let me know how it goes. I'm really interested. If you've read the book already, let me know in the comments um, your thoughts on it and how you've applied, you know, the things that they said and, you know, to your life. And so the next book I'm currently reading is a book that's by Joyce Myers and it's called Battlefield of the Mind. And so I really wanted to just dive into books that would help me mentally and just a little bit of what I'm learning because I'm not through with the book yet. It's just learning how the mind works and learning the importance of paying attention to what we're thinking. But I'll save more for that for the next episode. Um, I want to go ahead and really dive into, you know, the meat of this episode, which is support. And so there are four different kinds of supports that we deal with in life. And you may have engaged in some or you may have not. But the first kind of support that I want to share is informational support. So that's providing a resource to someone, helping them understand something. If they're in a stressful situation, you're giving them information to help them, you know, along their journey. And then there's instrumental support. And that's something that's tangible. So, you know, if a person calls and says, hey, I'm dealing with this, I'm stressed out about that, and you're able to help them with the means and you say, here, well, here's a couple of dollars, um, that's 
instrumental support or if there's like an act of service, you know, if someone is in a bind where they need you to pick something up or pick their kid up from school or whatever the case may be, and you're able to do that, you're providing an instrumental support. And then another support, the third support is called emotional support. And that's something that we've all kind of experienced at some point in life. And that's displaying empathy and being caring. And so um, that's just being there for someone, listening to someone, you know, that is going through something and showing compassion. And then the fourth one is appraisal support. So appraisal support is something that's building one's strength. So encouragement, you know, if you're, I think of someone that's at a basketball game and you're like cheering the team on or you're cheering a particular player on as they, you know, or playing throughout the game, shooting and, you know, making shots and all that. And so just really think about that. Think about the different kinds of supports that are out there and that people have displayed to you or you have may have displayed into someone else's life. And as we continue to talk about support, I wanted to hit on three topics when it comes to support. And the first one, so understanding that there's different kinds of support, but for you personally, I want you to think about these three things. The first thing is identifying who's been there all your life. It's important to have support, to have people there by your side. I have went to an event last year and for some reason, I kept hearing people say, and not just one event, multiple events, I kept hearing people saying like, oh, I don't have any support or oh, nobody's there for me. And prior to the magazine, I'm a step back a little bit. Um, I used to work at a mental hospital and I often heard, you know, nobody supports me. I don't have anybody to depend on. You know, I heard that a lot. And then I heard it last year. So it really like provoked me to want to start this podcast. Just, just this topic alone wanted me to start this podcast and talk about it because I feel like you can learn so much. And one of the things is just identifying who are you know, support people are because some of them are just right in front of us. We just didn't really pay attention. And so identifying who's been there all your life. This could be your parents. This could be your best friend, your siblings, just people that's watched you or that's just been in different transitions of your life. And there's that consistent person. Um, I did this a few years ago, just kind of really honing in and thinking about like, wow, who's really been in my life? while I've been going through this journey, who's seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. And once I identified that, the second point I want you to, to look into is out of those people who's been in your life through those transitions, who out of those people are dependable? Because let's face it, we can have people in our life, but that does not mean they've been dependable. They just kind of been there, right? And so who out of those individuals that you're thinking about have been dependable, have been there, you know, to provide that emotional support, that appraisal support, that instrumental support, or that informational support. And again, that still may be like your parents, your siblings, a best friend, you know, things of that nature. And just really think about that. Like, think about that, write them down, you know, put a star next to them. And I even may encourage you to 
write down the type of support that they've given you out of the four that we discussed earlier. And if it's been all four, then write all four. But if it's been one or two, you know, write that. So then that way you can identify like, okay, this person provides this support in this way. And then lastly, I want you to reach out to those people and just inform them on how they can best support you and vice versa. And I say that because it's really important to have that conversation on how people can best support you. Oftentimes, we support people the way that we would want to be supported. And sometimes that's not really beneficial to that person, to the individual that's receiving the support. And so have that conversation, you know, and just let them know like, hey, if this happened, this is the type of support that I would like. And then open it up for them to see how you can best support them in that situation. I think it's really important that we have those conversations. Reason being is because we go through a lot in life and we're just kind of like going off the fly, right? Or we don't even know in certain situations how someone can support us because we're dealing with the incident at hand, right? But if we have these conversations prior to, you know, it's just like, okay, I may not be the type of person that I want you to physically come in to my house and check on me. I may want you to just kind of shoot me a text to see how I'm doing, send me a word of encouragement, maybe call me, you know, if you know I'm going through a situation just to see where my headspace is, or maybe you are the type of person that may like someone to actually come in and, hey girl, let's go out to dinner or let's go to a movie or let's just go out for a walk, right? And then there's the type of support where it's, you just want somebody to just sit there. They don't need to have the answers. Oftentimes we feel like we need to have the answers to people's problems. Sometimes the answer is just you being present, not having the answer to the situation, but just literally being there and just sitting with the individual while they're going through what they're going through. And so I hope these tips in this conversation helps. I hope that this also sparks a conversation for you as you just sit and think about the different kinds of supports and the individuals that have supported you throughout your journey thus far. And so I always want to leave with a journal prompt. My goal is to help people when it comes to writing, because that's another thing. Often people don't journal because they're like, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to journal. And so I want to close with each episode of a journal prompt. And so for today's journal prompt, I want you to write a minimum of five ways you can better yourself. This could be reading more. This could be saying positive things to yourself. This could be doing the task, figuring out who your support people are and ways that they can, you know, help you better yourself and just identifying that. And so again, I thank you so much. I really do for tuning in and listening Definitely leave a comment, subscribe to this podcast so you can get notifications. Also, you can visit our website, helpfullivingmag.com. If you want to check out any of the resources we have, you can join our newsletter. We also have blogs that, you know, we post that, you know, can help people throughout their journey. So if you're a reader, definitely check out our blog. And then if you want to subscribe to our 
subscription service, we have that as well. We have digital magazines and we also have physical magazines for your convenience. And so lastly, I want you to also know that we have an Instagram page at Helpful Living Mag and just send me a message on there. Let me know how you like the podcast or you can send a message in the comments below. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you.